my cart was full. I get to the front and I'm getting ready to check out and I see that there's no bags to even purchase, not even reusable bags, like the recyclable ones. Like I'm like, I'll buy them. I know they're a dollar or two. I will buy them. And the lady's like, you're not going to believe it, but we have a shortage right now. So we have no bags. I'm like, none, like nothing I can buy. She's like, nothing. Your only option is to, hey, go put all your stuff back or you just ring this all up and put it right back in your cart and then just take it to your car. What are you doing to create your dream life or your best self? Why do we see some thrive through challenges while others struggle? Welcome to Effort, a podcast where I talk about the main F's in my life that have helped me in creating my best self. Faith, family, forgiveness, food, fitness, and formula. Hi, my name is Amy Ledeen, and most would say that I've had my fair share of struggles, whether it was placing my baby for adoption at 18, Facing my marriage-ending affair or battling stage four cancer for almost seven years, it's safe to say that I've been through a lot. Join me as I take you through my story, my journeys, and share with you the tactical strategies every single week that will help you thrive and overcome anything you face. That's right, I'm gonna show you how to create a future self that you'll be proud of. So buckle up, get ready for the ride as I take you through my story and bring other guests on that have helped me along the way. Hello, hello. So. Hopefully this is going to sound decent because I'm in my car sitting here waiting for Christian as he gets his haircut. And I thought, what better time? Because it's been a crazy one. And I haven't spoke a lot on here about our journey right now. And you know what? I need a place to vent. I need a place to share. And hopefully you will walk away from this with, you know, something to take away for yourself. So we are currently... In Canada, we got up here this last weekend. Eric flew up with half the family, and I drove up with Leilani and Kameli. We made it a road trip and took two days and got up here. Now, a little backstory. So, as you know, Eric is Canadian and I'm American, and we moved down to the States uh, a couple years ago, bought a house, and not really realizing that the immigration process is it's a challenge. You know, I remember this moving to Canada that while he was Canadian, I'm American and we got married. I just assumed that it would be a pretty easy process to get a visa here in Canada. And we kind of thought the same for the U.S. And it's just not that simple. And for, you know, to not go into all the details, there's certain rules, you know, when you um, are applying for immigration, for example, you can't work in that country, um, you know, technically while applying. And you also have to still spend more time in your home country while you're waiting. And there's a couple options. You can do what they call an adjustment of status. But with that, you're unable to leave the U.S. Like you could, you know, apply for immigration from within the U.S., but then he would not be able to leave the entire time. And with, you know, Eric having a mother with dementia in a nursing home, we really didn't want to take that approach. And we also knew that we wanted to be up here, you know, part of the time, possibly summers, because we really do not enjoy winter in Canada. But, you know, there were all sorts of decisions. Well, uh, last December, when Eric was traveling back down, after, you know, being in Canada for just a few days, he got flagged at the border because in their mind, it looked like he was appearing to kind of reset the clock. What they didn't understand, and he explained it, was Eric was dropping the kids off, and while normally he would stay a month or six weeks, he was coming right back down because we were having that second hurricane come, and he felt like he needed to get back down. So 
the border guard when he was passing through. He just they have the power to, you know, make decisions. And he said, I feel like you're trying to cheat the system. And, you know, Eric was like, I'm not, you know, um, got him really panicked. And they flagged his passport. We contacted our attorneys after and, you know, um, they do have the power to do things like that. Um, and while we're not doing anything technically wrong and we can come back and forth, it's such a headache to be flagged at the border. And it's a big fear of Eric's, you know, that he wouldn't be let into the country. And I remember having that fear, you know, when I was moving up to Canada. So we've had this looming and going on and we knew that we needed to have another permanent residence up here. Um, because he technically cannot be down there for long. And, you know, we've been doing Airbnbs and things, but we really needed to have like a permanent address here because we've kind of jumped the gun in getting down there. And so we had talked about it as a, as a family, you know, my oldest son is here, you know, Eric's ex-wife is here. Like there's just a lot of things that have pulled us, you know, of course, back here, we want our family all together. We left here so quickly. But at the same time, we've really, really loved our home in Florida. We've loved the atmosphere. I love the environment. You know, I'm on a low dose chemo and this is not as a complaint, but I'm just generally cold anyways. But you add chemo, it just makes your bones feel cold and it's miserable being in the cold. So it's been super nice to be in Florida with the sunny palm trees. It reminds me a lot of Hawaii where I grew up and it's definitely happy for me. I'm more creative. You know, Eric is the same. We also have a dream property where I've got a private office. Eric has an office. We've got, you know, several places to go within the house, outside of the house to kind of have space and, and work. And so it's just been great. But we were in denial in the adjustment it would be to come up here. I mean, silly me thought that we would travel up here Saturday, Sunday. I would get here Sunday night and no joke, I thought I was gonna be doing a full workload Monday morning. We have an Airbnb for the next seven weeks until we find a place. We've still not found a place. We have a big family, we need five bedrooms and we don't wanna purchase just yet. So we had decided that we were going to rent, but that has even become hard again to find something. So. We found Airbnb that was furnished and we thought, okay, this will be the best like kind of move into it right now because we're not moving back just yet. And if, you know, we have to furnish a whole new place right when we get there, when we don't know where we're living kind of even semi-permanently, not a great idea. So we got an Airbnb and do not get me wrong. It's wonderful. It's amazing. It's, you know, most people be like, are you crazy? This is awesome. But for our family and what we're used to, it's been a big adjustment. And I'm not going to lie. I mean, I've had really big waves of not depression, because I think when you're depressed, it's, you know, longer term, but sadness, anxiety, stress, um, homesick, um, you know, all of those things, you know, to the point that, you know, uh, Monday I had a meltdown, you know, I went to Walmart to get groceries and hey, I love that Canada is like pro recycling. They are so big on recycling and reusing things. So you don't really, you have to purchase bags, first of all, when you go to the store and most people bring reusable ones. Well, one, I didn't have any, two, I totally forgot about it. I get into Walmart. Now, keep in mind, this is like my first grocery shop here. I got a lot of kids and I got a whole house and kitchen to uh, stock because even in an Airbnb, I mean, there's usually like one pot, one spatula. And I mean, I got to go into full blown mom mode, spouse mode, you know, my own goal mode. Like I had to get everything. So my cart was full. I get to the front and I'm getting ready to check out and I see that there's no bags to even purchase. 
not even reusable bags, like the recyclable ones. Like I'm like, I'll buy them. I know they're a dollar or two. I will buy them. And the lady's like, you're not going to believe it, but we have a shortage right now. So we have no bags. I'm like, none, like nothing I can buy. She's like, nothing. Your only option is to, hey, go put all your stuff back or you just ring this all up and put it right back in your cart and then just take it to your car. Well, because of just the heightened emotions and feeling homesick and cold and, you know, you name all the things, I called Eric and had a meltdown. I'm like, I got to have bags. I don't have bags. So I'm literally just putting this all into my car and taking it to my car one by one. You know, like it was just, you know, a meltdown moment. And I knew, you know, that day that one, I really needed to get my mindset right because this was going to be you know, a challenge. And I think sometimes when we already just approach something knowing it's going to be a little bit harder, it's easier to, to battle it. It's easier, easier to be the winner. And so for me, I wanted to share the things that are going to help me in staying sane while we are making this adjustment. One, keeping your routine as best as you can, finding some anchoring points in your day. So for me, it's making sure I get my devotion in the morning, making sure I have my happy time that I've always had in the morning, whether that be I need to go to another room and have my meditation time, you know, buying the little things, not spending a lot, but buying the little things that bring you joy. You know, maybe, you know, for me, the sheets here at this place are like paper thin just, oh, I was like, I have to have my sheets. So that's something that will really bring me some happiness temporarily and also just kind of connect me to my old environment. You know, you're trying to recreate, you know, having this, you know, the same uh, things in your kitchen. You know, for me, I'm so particular with the foods I eat and I have like a system with my meal prep. So even that was taking me down into a stressful place when I couldn't find my ground turkey and my, you know, couscous and things. And I know it may sound silly, but it's all about, you know, finding the things that really bring you back to your environment and to the things that you enjoy. So while we are, you know, we are, we're struggling this week. Eric and I are really connecting together to find some compliance. You know, I'm a big believer in habits drive you. You know, in the past when I've had really hard times in my life, when I've had my cancer come back, I've done things like 75 hard. And people think it's crazy that I want to do a harder thing when I'm already struggling. But you have to push your limits to level up to another place, another you know, place in your identity. Clearly, I've been shaken. And so for me, what drives me is my routine. What drives me is something to focus on. If you have nothing that you're aiming for every day, it's chaos. So for me, it might be little tiny things that maybe they seem small in my old world, but here they're really big. So for us, it's been really dark. It's been cold. We're committing to making sure we do get up right away first thing. And that in the past would never have been a struggle for me. But right now, it's a struggle. So I hope that you take away from here that, you know what, you may be going through a hard time and you may think that you want to throw all those things out the window that really matter to you, but those habits, those, you know, lifestyle things that you do, but those are the things that are going to keep you feeling okay and feeling happy and just feeling grounded. So I am challenging me and Eric to, we're going to come up with three to five things over the next you know, seven weeks while we're at this Airbnb that we can commit to so that we can just feel better about the situation and just make the most of it. And I hope that you take something away from this podcast today.
and um, I'll be freezing here in Canada. I hope y'all are having a great time where you are and I will be updating you again soon. Okay, I'm on a mission. As you know, if you've been following along, I have a goal to be a top 100 podcast. And it's less about that top 100 and more about, I want to make an impact. I want more people to hear effort and learn from all the mistakes that I've made, along with me bringing on really special guests for you. So my ask here is this. I want you to screenshot this episode today and share it on your social media. Share it with a friend. You know, tag me in it. Go give me a review you, of course, if you're really feeling it and rate me, you know, this is the only way things are going to get seen here. And in a big world of tons and tons of podcasts, I'm hoping that you're going to choose mine and help me on my mission.